0: And that lets you save the who care. True form life. Green look on <laughs>
1: Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, just want to thank you so much for being here for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I always appreciate you being here and I'm part of our Exploring Mind and Body True Form Life community. So just a quick word from our sponsor, MAK Mystic Expressions. This is a Himalayan salt company, pink Himalayan salt basically. So a lot of us are still using white refined salt and I want to help you move forward and improve your health and look for different areas. And I think salt... Salt is a big way because a lot of us use salt on many different things. So instead of your white salt, look for pink salt, look for Himalayan salt. This company also has, they have all kinds of stuff. They have cutting boards, they have grinders, they have salt lamps. They have those little USB lamps you can hook up to your computer. So all kinds of things that they're doing at makmystic.com. Today I have Susan Anderson. Her interview was incredible. She wrote this book called Taming Your Outer Child overcoming self-sabotage and healing from abandonment most of us deal with self-sabotage but i think a good number of us deal with abandonment throughout our lives usually early on in our lives we deal with abandonment then as we get older we deal with self-sabotage because of that abandonment but it's all a big circle so i absolutely love this interview so stay right there we got all that coming up
2: this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host Drew's Audio Welcome to another edition
1: of Exploring Mind and Body You heard all about Susan Anderson in the intro And we have her online right now So thanks so much for joining us, Susan Oh,
0: I'm happy to be
1: here, Drew I gotta tell you, I'm super excited I did take some psychology courses in university <laughs> I'm very interested in the mind and how it works And I love this topic because You know, I, I gotta say that I wanna say that I kinda see it all the time In, in adults that Inner child or outer child is kind of almost lashing out in a way.
0: Yes, sabotaging everything.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, I love this topic. I'm so happy that it came across. Before we get into some of the questions that I want to ask you, can you give our audience a chance to resonate with you and maybe talk about your background and how you came into writing, taming your outer child?
0: Well, I was working with the victims of abandonment trauma, and their biggest concern was always the fact that the abandonment left them hurt in in, in such a way that it would affect their future relationships and cause them to have self-sabotage. And their greatest interest was how to overcome their self-sabotage so that they wouldn't feel that their abandonment had marked them for life. So in reflecting on myself, I realized that self-sabotage is universal and that I had a lot of that myself. And so I began exploring the whole basis for self-sabotage. And the way I got into the topic, really, was from my own abandonment experience in adulthood. The the love of my life had left me for another woman, and I was devastated. So already, I had a personal connection to the work I was doing. So I was using myself already as a textbook, in addition to all the research I was doing. So I really delved into the issue of self-sabotage. How can we be goal-directed and productive instead of getting in our own way.
1: And all that came about through understanding more about your outer child?
0: Yes, the inner child is the part that feels the emotions of life. And the outer child, as I coined it, is the part that acts out those emotions inappropriately. So if you're feeling insecure in a relationship, that's okay. That's just a feeling. That's what you're feeling. But it's the way you act that out that can sabotage the relationship. You can become clingy or demanding or angry or wooden and shut down all kinds of behaviors that can sabotage the relationship. That's the outer child part. And then the inner child is the innocent emotional part that's just feeling something but it's how we act out the feeling. It's how we handle the feeling that makes the difference.
1: So was it almost like an awakening when you could relate to what you're studying? Or, or which happened first, did you start studying this or did it happen to you before you began studying it?
0: Well, I had always had a sensitivity toward the issue of abandonment from childhood, from my you know childhood experiences. So as a therapist, I was always kind of looking through the lens of abandonment. And then when I had my own powerful you know, adult abandonment. It brought me to my knees. So then I used myself as the primary um, textbook and I began doing research as to why it was having such a profound impact. The same thing happened with the self-sabotage that I so much related to the fact that there were things that I did that to grab for, you know, some kind of relief from the pain. Some of them weren't, weren't so good for me, like you know, maybe talking my friend's ears off for hours on end or, or having a third glass of wine or something like that. Those were not constructive things to do with the pain. So I began to really use myself as a textbook. What things were effective? How do you overcome habits? How do you prevent yourself from developing new habits, et cetera? And I started doing research and, you know, not only into science, but also into the clinical work that I was doing with my, with my uh, victims of abandonment trauma and victims of, of just any uh, general uh, issues and you know, having, having the desire to grow. Those people who were in my workshops and my clients you know, And I started to really work this through with all of them.
1: Okay, so when we talk about self-sabotage, maybe, I mean, I have the book and I have a little bit more background. But so those that are listening, maybe we're not quite sure what self-sabotage is. In your book, you talked about maybe financial or losing weight. Or Can you give our, our listeners a chance to understand where, where you and I are coming from when we're talking about self-sabotage?
0: Yes. Well, first of all, we all do it to some extent. Maybe some of us more than others the part of us that breaks our diet and is attracted to all the wrong people. It's the part of us that lounges around on Saturday instead of clean out the garage. It's the part of us that buys the new tennis racket but never gets around to playing. It's the part that rings up our credit cards. It's the part that overdoes it and uh, then pays the consequences later. But it's also the part that underdoes it. You know, you could be a procrastinator, and that may be the way you sabotage yourself there's a phone call you should make that would forward your career but you keep putting it off because it's a little uncomfortable and you're, you're a little anxious so you keep postponing it mm. Or there are library books you're supposed to return and you <laughs> you don't return them and now the, the fine is, has grown so it's avoiding uncomfortable things avoiding things that are not in your comfort zone which kind of hold you back in life and it's also procrastinating because it's more pleasurable to just you know Rest now, take it easy, don't worry about it, and put it off till tomorrow. So it's doing things that aren't good for you and also not doing things that would be good for you.
1: Mm, I'm certainly a procrastinator.
0: (laughs) I think we all have that one. That That one is universal. There's nobody who could say that they don't, you know, procrastinate.
1: And is that my outer child lashing out or taking over my inner?
0: Yes, that's your outer child saying, you know what, you're not feeling so great, inner child, so you know what we'll do? We'll just be happy now. We'll just take it easy now. We'll just put it off till tomorrow. We'll just grab for that quick fix, which is not doing it. You know, it's just happy. You're with your friends. Don't don't rush out of there. Just enjoy yourself now. It's It's the outer child's way of, grabbing for immediate gratification instead of being sort of on program to accomplish
1: goals. So we have some of the main ones we're looking at self-sabotage is finances. Maybe we could be overweight or we could be, it doesn't have to be overweight. I guess it could be overindulging in unhealthy food, let's say. I like that because of, because of the show. We have procrastination. These are all our outer child taking over regarding self-sabotage. So now you've broken, you've broken your book and you, the way you teach um, to overcome self-sabotage in three different categories.
0: Yeah. Um, there is the, uh, the need to gain insight and to use your mind and sort of to visualize that you, this framework of the inner child, the outer child, and the adult self. It's a three-part framework um, so that you can use that framework to help you overcome self-sabotage. You visualize that you have an inner child who's too intrusive and needy. You have an adult self that's too weak, and you have an outer child that's too controlling, and so if you have that combination, which, you know, most of us kind of do, um, you will tend to, you know, not take care of things that need to be taken care of, and you'll run up your credit cards, and you, will, you won't you will bother saving money this month. You'll postpone it till next month to put money in the bank, et cetera. Um, so if you have, um, you know, too strong an outer child, that is a problem. And that would be the first step, and then the second step is the step of actually – working with your emotions, tuning into the triggers that set Outer Child in motion. And it's very easy to do this, but it involves an exercise that actually helps you do it so that if you follow this exercise, it actually guide, you know t- helps you to tune in emotionally and make that very significant connection. And then part three is taking action. So you can use your mind to visualize what you're doing and to gain insight, and then you make that internal connection, and then you take action. Because ultimately, it's a doing program. In order to overcome self-sabotage, you do your way out of it. You don't just think your way out of it. You do your way out.
1: Can you give us some tips or suggestions on how we can do our way out of self-sabotage?
0: Well, yes. And the thing is that because Outer Child is a procrastinator, it it was important to find a program that was painless, and easy to do, because if Outer Child senses you're going to take on a big project, you know, and change something, it's going to fight you and it's going to sabotage you. Mm-hmm. Outer Child does not want you to change, it wants the status quo, it doesn't want anything to change, it likes the way it is. So to come up with a program that is pleasurable and easy and yet creates action was the was the absolutely important part. Because by doing things differently, you're actually reprogramming your behavior, which means you're reprogramming your brain. So an example of this is that you would incorporate these exercises into your daily life. And it means that you're doing a few things each day that are a little different from what you've been doing before. But these things that you're doing are all, they're little baby steps that inch you in the direction of your goals. These things are so small that your outer child will not, will not fight you. They're pleasurable and small steps so that your outer child will say, all right, go ahead, do that. It's not going to help. It's too small. But actually, it's like physical therapy for the brain. You know, it's like you do the same little, you know, your, let's say your, your hand is sore and you're in physical therapy and the, the exercise is to touch your fingers to each other three times a day and you think this isn't going to help. But sure enough, over a period of a week or so, you find that you've got your strength back in your hand. So it's exactly like that. The exercises build the muscle in the adult self, in the brain, and actually allow you to start making big strides that that outer child can't even fight you on.
1: Well, like when you talk about sustainable or baby steps, because when I talk about making changes in your lifestyle, I believe that small steps are sustainable steps. And if you really want to make a change in your life, then you'll make, those, you'll make those small steps that soon, as they add up, they, they make big changes in your life.
0: Yes, they add up and they might be so slow that you say, oh, come on, let's just, let's just go ahead and you know, take a stride. You know, The steps that are part of the program are such baby steps that they actually can lead to taking huge strides. But if, if you're not taking huge strides, that's fine. You can still take the baby steps it will just take you a little longer and you'll still get there. You, you have to put your goals on the screen of your mind and then inch your way by little tiny steps in the direction of your goals.
1: When someone comes to you and they say, well, because this happens to me all the time, they say, well, I'm an all or nothing person. When I say take sustainable steps or small steps that are sustainable, what do you say when someone says, I'm an all or nothing person, I usually jump in with two feet or not at all?
0: Yes, well, that's fine. And that means that maybe they will take a big stride or maybe not because if their outer child senses, they're going to change something important and arouse a little anxiety. Society, you know, in you. Outer child might sabotage you, so all or nothing can mean, oh, if I'm not perfect, then I'm not even going to try. If I'm not the fastest runner in the race, I'm not going to try for the marathon. If I'm not the going to get the star in the play, I'm not going to audition. It's the idea that you have to be perfect before you can start. If I'm not completely healed from my heartbreak and, and completely... Calm and relaxed around people. I'm not going to date. It's waiting to, it's the all or nothing. I have to be perfect or else nothing. And that is an outer child behavior, perfectionism, all or nothing thinking. Now, it can be healthy. You can redirect it. But in the meantime, you don't want to avoid taking baby steps that build momentum because they can, as you're just inching away toward your goal, you might all of a sudden take this huge stride that you wouldn't have taken had you not started the ball rolling.
1: You know what I'm thinking about is when people talking about a fitness program and they say, well, I'm not in good enough shape to be in a fitness program. So that must be the outer child or the perfectionist in them that say, I need to be in good shape before I get in good yes, shape.
0: Because the outer <laughs> child will find almost any excuse. The outer child is looking for an excuse to stay the same, so that's the perfect excuse. You're not in good enough shape to get into an exor- exercise program. And, you know, you might have a buddy who's, like, got this perfect trim body and strong and lifts weights or whatever it is, and is just perfect. And you think, well, I'm starting from, you know, I might as well just give up. Uh, that's just not me because the competitive side says, oh, I won't be as good as he or she is, so let me just give up. So that's outer child trying to defeat you. So each person is on their own path and has to follow their own goals and not give up on their goals. We have to resurrect our dreams, put the goals back up on the screen of our mind and just kind of inch toward them and uh, in a systematic way and we'll get there.
1: Okay. All right, Susan, we're going to take a short break, but stay with us in Exploring Mind and Body listeners. Stay right there. We'll be right back with Susan Anderson talking about taming your inner child.
2: Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's True would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Dittbury Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com.
1: All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. We're talking about taming your outer child with Susan Anderson. And we went over all kinds of valuable information, mostly in regards to self sabotage. So, a lot of it is procrastination for me. <laughs> and as Susan talks about, for many of us, we're talking about finances and even, you know, health issues. I talk, this is a health and wellness show and quality of life. And also, Susan talks about in her book and earlier in the show how maybe sometimes we fall off our lifestyle diet plans or not make the right decision. So we're going to move forward and I'm going to ask Susan a difficult question. <laughs> we talked about this off air, Susan, and I'm sure everyone's thinking of, because you get this question often and I'm thinking about, the baby steps or sustainable steps that we can take, get closer to reaching our outer child or pushing it to the side or however you can explain that.
0: Yes. You know, outer child is always looking for an instant pill, a magic pill for something. And would like to be able to have the solution be one, two, three, something easy to explain, easy to do. In fact, here's what outer child would like. The outer child would like to have it so that you could just hear what you're supposed to do and not have to do it, and it would still work like magic. And, you know, you'd get your goal achieved. So bearing that in mind, and bearing in mind the fact that this program actually is physical therapy for the brain, it actually reprograms your your behavior which means it reprograms the brain it's it's you know it's it's the same thing so it involves you know a step by step program which it does not lend itself to giving a 2 minute explanation but i will say this that when you make a connection with yourself internally and big you that's the adult self starts to listen really closely to what little you really wants from life little you doesn't want that piece of cake or that that food, fast food that isn't good for you. Little you doesn't really want the unavailable lover who's so enticing and alluring. You know, little you wants love. Little you wants fulfillment. Little you wants to be healthy. Little you wants the real substance of life. Little you doesn't want all these silly substitutes that we go for, the, you know, the quick fixes, so when you start to listen to what little you really want, you begin to feel this motivation to actually say, okay, today I'm going to try to give you what you really want. You know what I'll do today? Today I'm going to go to the organic market and I'm going to get the best, most healthiest vegetables and I'm going to make a roasted vegetables in the oven and that'll be our snack for today. That will make little you feel loved. So one of the doing steps is creating a dialogue where big U finds out what little U needs from you in order to feel really cared about, really loved. Little U does not want big U to say, "Well, I'm I'm obsessed with this you know person who's unavailable, but they they've got me on a string, and we're going to see if we can seduce this person into loving us more." Little U doesn't want a specific person. Little U wants a real love relationship, if anything. So Big U might say, you know, Little, what do you need for me to do? And Little might say, I'm lonely and I don't want to feel rejected all the time. So Big U might say, you know what I'll do today then? I'm going to take us to a new program and maybe we'll meet new people, new friends, new people to connect with to start something new. And taking an initiative like that Taking a little step, maybe going to the library to some program that they're having or going, you know, just going someplace where there are other people, that's your baby step for the day, that will make little you feel that you care. So the program, really the example that you're asking for is begins with tuning in to find out what would make you feel cared about. What would make your inner child feel that you really care? And then taking a step in that direction. Not a big step. We don't want outer child to get, you know, in on it and try to sabotage it. (laughs) But a little step, something easy to do that you could just do in the course of the day.
1: Like how you say there's no magic pill. I think that our society is built around quick fixes with microwaves, fast food, you know, popping pills, whatever it is. And we want instant results We see that with our, with our phones every day But I wanted to get it When I heard you say little you And then I, I read in the book How you refer or use that same reference Where does that come from and why Why is that? Is that because we pay so, so little attention To our inner child We call it the, the inner or the little you?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean What happens is that we get an annoyed And angry with our feelings Because we feel that they bog us down So we start to separate from our feelings And we try to use life you know, to distract us, which is perfectly okay. But, you know, that's where outer child comes in. Outer child doesn't want us to feel. It wants us to have instant gratification, you know. So once we decide, okay, outer, enough from you. We, we, we're trying to create a new relationship here with ourselves. That's when it becomes important to tune into what's going on inside. What are our real needs? You know, let's say that I've spent the past, I don't know, 10 years, having an addiction to sugar let's just say Mm -hmm. it it is true that i am addicted to sugar but i'm in pretty good control (laughs) with it but let's just say i've been eating sugar and i'm addicted to sugar what's going on inside of me that that really what what does the emotional center really want there do i really want to be fat and unhealthy um do i really want sugar is that what i really want or is it that i want pleasure is it that i'm looking for something sweet in life, something pleasurable, something that feels good, and can I give that to myself by eating sugar and just feeling sick and, you know, not being fit, or can I give that to myself by doing myself really good favors by maybe making new friends and eating healthy food and and maybe trimming down, maybe going to the gym, maybe taking walks, maybe so many things to give myself pleasure so when you tune into that inner child it's maybe the first time you've you've really tuned in in a long long time to find out what do you really want inside
1: and when we're looking at what do we really want. Can we use anything, like, sometimes I talk about writing to release emotions, meditation, or just being having some quiet time with yourself. Is there any way to really reach that little you or inner self? Well, you're
0: asking the really good question now because the best way to do that is through writing. And outer child doesn't want to write, so you have <laughs> to fight your outer child to actually do a written dialogue you have to say nope outer i'm only going to do this for five minutes just three times a week that's it and so outer child will shut up and let you do it <laughs> because the outer child wants to get this experience by osmosis doesn't want to have to write a dialogue but the book explains how easy it is and helps guide you through it and it's very short but it helps you make
1: that connection. I, I love that. I love absolutely love it. I, when I talk, I deal with stress a lot and I talk about how to re- reduce, uh, reduce stress, release stress, and really reach those emotions that you're talking about. And one of the suggestions is writing and then unfortunately, <laughs> as you very well know, a lot of people that I would work with say, I don't want to write. I don't feel like writing. And they have a very difficult time making themselves sit down and write, whether it's daily or twice a week. It just seems like it's a major obstacle. And clearly what what you're saying here is that's your outer child that's just a whole lot stronger than your inner child
0: it is and you know it's it's physical therapy for the brain writing involves all parts of the brain you're writing about your feelings so you're involving the emotional part of the brain and the imagination because you're imagining that you have a you know an inner child which is a separate part of you you know you're using so many parts of your brain and all that graphomotor part of the brain the fine the fine motor part to do the writing and words, you know, putting things in words, it's just, it is such very good physical exercise for the brain, and uh, yet people will fight it. That's why I run workshops, because I actually make people do the writing in the workshop, (laughs) so they can experience the amazing impact of it.
1: Are you running workshops on a consistent basis?
0: Oh yes, I run workshops on the east and west coast, and you know, in Europe too, but I run workshops so that people can fly to them wherever they are, and uh, actually meet with other people going through exactly what they're going through. Each person's story is unique, but, you know, in a group, it's amazing how, how many similarities we have and people get inspired and motivated and uh have a life-changing experience
1: so can our audience go to I'm uh, just look at my notes here outerchild.net to find more information they
0: can. exactly they can go to outerchild.net or abandonment.net because abandonment is the heart the core emotion there that's you know that's eating all this self-sabotage so either place will bring them to all the workshops.
1: The journey from abandonment to healing—you sold over one hundred twenty-five thousand copies.
0: I heard that myself <laughs> from Kim. So she must have researched how many copies it sold. Yes,
1: that's, because, that's awesome. And
0: abandonment has now become a household term. Whereas when the book first came out, it was it was considered very clinical and you know not a term that people use. And it's delightful that people are beginning to realize that. There's a raw abandonment nerve that we all share as human beings and we can take that nerve and flip it and make it work for us to overcome our self-sabotage.
1: I'm going to link both of your books here in exploringmindandbody.com slash outerchild and then all these show notes so our listeners can get a chance to read and also listen and then get linked to not only your website, but your workshops and your books for more access to what you're doing.
0: Very good. That would be great because if people want a place to reach out to so they can get support for this work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That that group atmosphere makes such a big difference to just help heal yourself and know you're not alone moving forward in your healing journey.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Just want to thank you so much for your time. For writing such an incredible book, I love it. I'm gonna. I know I have a couple people I'm gonna give it to right now. To, oh great! To, to oh
0: wonderful! And then uh, thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's our pleasure. Absolutely our pleasure. And uh, I wish you all the best in everything you're doing and your workshops and continuing to spread the word and helping people heal from the inside out.
0: Well, thank you Drew, and, and best to you spreading the word
1: too. I appreciate it. Thanks, Susan. All right, so let's take a short break here to talk about one of our sponsors, Fitness Matters. So this is Jamie D. and Anita Parker. They're local fitness instructors, and they've designed, well, Anita Parker teamed up with Jamie D., who designed this thing called the Move Ball. But it's not just the Move Ball, it's an entire kit. So this kit includes a medicine ball with handles. You You get an entire... 30-day challenge. You have a skipping rope, a core ball, you get workout guide, and even a daily logbook. So I love this. Whether it's your nutrition journal or fitness, whatever you're doing, it's very important to record. Everything's right there. You have an entire booklet with explanations and pictures. And then if you go to the website, fitnessmattersblog.com, there's more information. There's videos. They got all kinds of things going on. And what I love about them is they're local. So whether they're local to you or not, I highly suggest you checking out what they have going on at fitnessmattersblog.com. All right, so that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I just want to thank Susan again for coming on the show. I had the opportunity to talk with her before we started the interview, in between and then after, and she just seems like such a wonderful, genuine person. And I feel so grateful or privileged to have the opportunity to meet people like Susan. Once again, if you want to check out the show notes or get be directed to, or you can find more information on Susan or books, you can check out exploringmindandbody.com slash outerchild. Just before I let you go, I want to tell you about our sponsor rainy days medispa.com that's days with a z and they're located right here in sylvan lake they're our neighbors and they're doing a lot of good things here they have new ownership brand new website you should check out they have skin solutions for men which is a big topic spa packages they have conventional services like waxing makeup massage and they have more natural kind of things like spiritual body care rituals reflexology reiki they're doing a lot of good things one of my favorite things that they have going on is they're part of the green factor which means every time you purchase a retail product from them a tree is planted in developing country and i mean who doesn't want to plant more trees <laughs> but i do want to thank them for supporting the show so you can check them out at 403-887-0660 or at rainy all right that's all i got thanks jameson brown for edits thank you for being here and i'm out here as always i'm your host Drew Tadia in Health and Fitness for a Better World. Thanks for listening.
2: You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.